Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe I am here if you today. can dream it, it is you can achieve Magnetic it. Magnetic Monday with Dawn on February 28th, 2022, where we attract what we want and repel what we don't. So I am excited today to share with you our topic. It is, uh, we're still on the quarterly theme of health, and we're finishing up the section on letting go and making space. And part of that is the law of forgiveness, which is going to be my topic for today. And uh, the title of this, this talk is actually the issues in the tissues letting go and the law of forgiveness. And forgiveness, I call forgiveness the gift that you give to yourself because it's a really important concept that I think we, you know, maybe learned it when we were young and, you know, part of our upbringing, perhaps at least in my case, that was true. As I was sort of preparing for this talk today, I came across some really exciting new sort of cutting edge research. And it's just always amazing to me how much the ancient wisdom, the ancient ancient, um, teachings really in the modern era are proven to be really impactful in our lives. So power is really at the root of our human experience, right? Every attitude we hold um, provides us with either positive or negative power. And there's, there's some great books on this. I've, I've really um, taken a deep dive into this and it's just fascinating. There's books on kinesiology, you know, that really uh, studies muscle strength and, and all that. There's, there's a, a lot there, but it's pretty indisputable at this point that there's a link between our physical, emotional state and wellness. And you know, since we're 99% pure energy, it makes sense that we learn what the anatomy is for our energy, right? What's our energy anatomy? We really need to understand what weakens us and what makes us strong. So in the material world, money is a symbol of our power, right? And our money, you know, money results from where we invest or spend. And as we delve into uh, next quarter, we'll talk a bit about investing versus spending our life energy. And we're going to do a deep dive into wealth next quarter. So this topic was health. We're going into wealth starting in April, just like we focused on health for this first, first quarter of 2022. It's a really big topic, and I'm excited to dive into that. Every judgment we make as human beings is noted, right? Um, Think of it as sort of a bank account. We make deposits, we 
take out withdrawals right at this this uh, this this judgment bank account that we have karma, if you will. We make lots of judgments about money because it's so so prevalent, right? And it's an important part of our modern lives. And frequently, you know, families can have disputes around money. A large percentage of divorces often are a result of financial problems. People lend money to family members, which then can then lead to a breakdown of relationships. I don't know, has that ever happened to you? Have ever, you know, lent um, a family member money and then, you know, they don't pay and, you know, sometimes they think, well, if the relative's wealthy, it's, you know, they can afford it. They don't, maybe don't take the debt seriously, or maybe family gatherings are avoided or become uncomfortable because there's this, this unpaid debt that's um, sort of, you know, damaged the relationship. So what can we do about that? Um, you know, aside from just, you know, you lend it. I mean, we could say, well, you just, you know, you lend it out, didn't get paid back. So you forgive that person, but it doesn't really, it doesn't erase the debt, right? It's, it's like, it's still there. So what can we do about that from a practical standpoint? My practice, Tom and I are in complete agreement on this. We've, we've talked about it is basically we never lend money to friends or family. We have an abundance mentality. And so if someone is in need and we can afford it, we give it. So if you can give it, you know, if you can afford to give it, give it. Um, years ago, many years ago, probably a couple of decades ago, uh, one of my brothers got into uh, financial trouble and it was a situation where, you know, there was a business and it, it ended up failing completely. But I mean, there was a situation where uh, there was, you know, there were not funds available for food and dire situations. And um, thankfully, at that point in time, uh, I, I actually kind of dating myself, I had a checkbook and I literally got out my checkbook and I wrote my brother a big check. And I said, this is for you. I don't expect you to pay me back. Like, just take that out of the equation. It, it was just a gift that I was able to give, give him at that stage. During the pandemic, our, uh, our maid here at the house came over to borrow money and, and she, her daughter needed money uh, because she was doing online schooling. She had run out of credit on, on internet and, and she said, you know, I, can I borrow some money to get my internet turned back on so my daughter can do her schooling? And I said, how much do you need? And she said, 300 pesos. It's $15. And I said, come. And I gave it to her and I said, no, it's not a loan. You're not paying me back. This is for you. And what I say instead is pay it forward. Don't pay it back to me. Pay it forward. You, The next time somebody needs something and you have the wherewithal to be able to help them, give it to them as a way to, to you know, spread that abundance forward. And that's, I, I think, an important, important piece. I mean, a lot of times people will, will lend money to someone and they really can't afford to uh, have that debt not paid back. And that's probably the worst time to lend money, right, is if you are in a position where you're not really in, in abundance. So getting that, that abundance, you know, again, I talk about putting your oxygen mask on first before you try to help other people. And, you know, that I think is good uh, energy to have. But let's dive into forgiveness a little bit. So what is 
forgiveness. It's, it can be defined as, you know, an individual involuntary internal process of letting go of feelings and thoughts of resentment, bitterness, anger, a need for vengeance, uh, retribution towards someone that we think has wronged us. And, and that can include ourselves, right? It's, it's that process of letting go, making space, making room, letting, letting go of that negative energy. I had uh, a situation recently come up. I was, I still am um, soliciting reviews for, for uh, Claim Your Dream Life, my book that's coming out the end of next month. And a dear friend of mine from college actually reviewed the book. And, you know, we kept in touch through the years, but not closely, didn't really know, you know, full story of, of everything that had happened um, since the divorce of my first husband. And he read the book and he said, you know, it filled in a lot of gaps, um, you know, what had happened to you and actually saw him last summer. It was, it was pretty cool to go back uh, to Minnesota and, and see all my friends from college. But he said, you know, Don, in all the years uh, since your divorce, I never heard you utter a negative comment about your ex-husband. And uh that's pretty admirable because there were, <laughs> there was a lot of reasons for you to, to, you know, be bitter, to be, um, to hold these, these grudges. And in uh, Claim Your Dream Life, I talk about my former mother-in-law and about um, there being a fork in the road where I literally made a conscious decision that I was going to let go of that, any bitterness or um, sense of, of, retribution or, or um, vengeance towards my ex, I was going to choose to take personal responsibility for my part. We all have parts that we play, right, in this, these roles in life. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be bitter like she was and saying negative things about her ex, particularly in um, front of her children, because it's it, it really caused a problem with the relationship with their children, but more importantly, like, what does that, that do for you? Right. And, um, I just, I was so, um, it really lit me up to hear those comments, um, from my, my friend from college when he said that, and I, I, I said, you know, thank you so much for, for saying that because I, it was a conscious effort on my part. It wasn't easy to, to forgive that whole situation. Right. So let's talk about uh, what forgiveness is not for a moment, because it doesn't mean pardoning or condoning or excusing the offense or forgetting about it. it. That's not what forgiveness means. And, you know, forgiveness has been important through the ages as a religious or spiritual practice um, throughout the history, right? But it's fairly new in the realm of psychological research and even medical research, which there is some of that. So there's an important distinction between decisional forgiveness, meaning we decide to forgive someone, which is really the external process of forgiving someone, like basically saying, yes, I forgive you. And emotionally forgiving someone, which is really the letting go internally. So 
a lot of times people say, oh, yes, I forgive you, right? That external, the other person's let off the hook. Okay, I'm forgiven. Okay, everything's hunky-dory. But if that emotional forgiveness hasn't taken place, then, you know, there's there's issues, right? Those issues are in the tissues, which is what I uh, call this, this talk. So our ability to forgive ourselves or the universe or fate or God, whatever you want to call it, is also a really big, important part of cultivating forgiveness. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere with the economic satisfaction of earning in paradise? Imagine waking up in paradise every day saying, pinch me, is this real? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Then grab our free paradise checklist to begin dreaming again and start defining your paradise. It's waiting for you at paradisechecklist.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. What's interesting is um, the conditions of the body are caused by the mind, thus the issues in tissues. And um, there was actually a study, a professor studied the toxicity of emotions by analyzing perspiration using an acid test. And what he found, interestingly, was guilt was the very worst of all the emotions. It had the highest acid content. So the way we atone for our mistakes is as humans, is through repentance and forgiveness. And guilt is really like a weed, okay? It grows and spreads, you know, just like weeds choke out flowers in a garden. And you can't just cut the weeds, right? If you've ever just cut weeds, they just grow back. And and they are, you know, very, you got to pull those weeds out by the root so that they don't come back into your garden. And, you know, we know the ancient wisdom, as we forgive those who transgress against us, so shall we be forgiven of our transgressions. So if you refuse to forgive someone who has wronged you, then you cannot ever be free 
from your own wrongdoings or injustices. As I mentioned, uh, historically, forgiveness has been limited really to this spiritual arena. But over time, it has been used as a treatment for trauma and most recently recognized as part of wellness in fields like positive psychology. In fact, as I was doing uh, the research and, and, like I said, putting the material together, I happened to come across, interestingly enough, a four-day-old article that appeared in positivepsychology.com. And it was about this very thing. It was about forgiveness and the health impact of forgiveness. So in the article, it says that research into positive psychology and elsewhere shows that the outcomes of forgiveness that have been found to have an impact, impact on overall well-being include there's nine of them, reduction in negative effect and depressive symptoms. Now, negative effect is a psychology term. And in other words, um, negative, you know, sort of the, the dark cloud and the depressive symptoms people have. A restoration of positive thinking, a restoration of relationships, a reduction in anxiety, strengthened spirituality, Increased self-esteem, a greater sense of hope, greater capacity for conflict management, and greater ability to cope with stress and find relief. Now, if you could go to the doctor and get a prescription for a pill with no side effects that gave you those benefits, would you take it? Right? It's it's pretty uh, pretty healthy list of benefits. Research shows forgiveness training raises self-esteem and the hope of people uh, and self-esteem and hope of people who've been hurt and it lowers their anxiety. The benefits of forgiving for individual well-being have been documented across a variety of domains, including physical health. And they cite a couple of studies from 2004 and 2005, mental health. Um, citing a 2000 study and a 2005 study, and life satisfaction uh, back in 2003. Are there health benefits? Well, forgiveness by releasing anger has been proven to have um, reduced negative physical, emotional, and cognitive consequences over time. Unforgiveness, so that holding on to the negative emotions that the anger causes stress, causes a huge amount of stress. And that implies that forgiving can be used as a, an emotion-focused coping strategy and therefore can contribute to our overall health. The inability to forgive was linked to anger and hostility and those in turn have negative health effects, especially with regard to cardiovascular conditions. So heart disease, you know, think about it. Like what is, what is the main emotion when you think of the heart? It's love, right? So if you, if you don't have love in your heart, if you have these pent up feelings of anger and, you know, disappointment, your, it literally affects your heart. The, the organ most you, you know, usually associated with love. 
So forgiveness, on the other hand, is linked to positive emotions of empathy, compassion, um, forgiving people experience more life satisfaction and less depression than those who, who don't. And finally, studies show forgiving individuals have a greater propensity to engage in reflective thinking and a lower tendency to engage in any other type of critical thinking about themselves and others. And uh, there was an interesting study they cited where participants were asked to imagine not forgiving an offender. They had more negative feelings like anger and sadness and more aroused, felt less in control. So some of the physiological effects included elevated heart rate, blood pressure surges, and sympathetic nervous system activation. And so I find this uh, area of study really fascinating. Again, it goes back to some of the old wisdom, these, this, you know, biblical or even before saying, no, you need to forgive others and you too will be forgiven. And I think also forgiving ourselves. Um, I think that's, you know, maybe we're able, sometimes um, I've talked about this before that, that maybe we're able to do things for other others, including forgiveness, that we aren't able to do as good of a job on ourselves. And forgiving ourselves, I mean, if you spend any time on this planet, you're going to make mistakes, right? We all make mistakes. And no matter how much personal develop, development we've done, you know, there are things we say that we regret. There are things, you know, that maybe we, that trigger us and we end up reacting to something that in a way that, you know, in hindsight, we go, oh, okay, maybe I was justified in feeling that way, but I, my response, my behavior was not justified. I, I shouldn't have behaved that way, even if I felt that emotion. And, and that's really hard to do as, as human beings. I mean, none of us are, are wired to do everything perfectly. We're just, we're not saints in this process. And so being able to forgive ourselves for those lapses in our own judgment, right? That, that judgment, right? I, I was kind of talking about that, the that every judgment we make is noted. That includes the judgments we make about ourselves and, you know, not being a good person or not being worthy of forgiveness ourselves. If we, you know, maybe we don't ask for forgiveness. And um, there's some really, I came across just some really heartwarming videos uh, while I was, as uh, like I said, preparing for this, there was one the Dalai Lama uh, had a, a video that was recorded. It was a documentary about two gentlemen. One of them, when he was a young boy, was struck by a rubber bullet by a uh, British, I believe it was British, a soldier and blinded. The whole of it was really that the, the young boy had forgiven the soldier and they had actually met and they uh, had an audience together with the Dalai Lama. And uh, the Dalai Lama was basically saying, you're, you're my hero. I mean, you know, it's the Dalai Lama. But this gentleman had really created a, a life that didn't, didn't involve holding this animosity towards this soldier that had taken his, his eyesight. And the, the soldier obviously said, you know, I never in my wildest dreams did I intend to do this. And, you know, the, the guilt 
going back to the guilt that he must have harbored in taking this young boy's eyesight um, unintentionally. So, and, and so to see them together and how they had been able to let that go, but the, the forgiveness of uh, both the victim and the, the perpetrator, if you will, it's a, it's this dance. And to the extent that, that you can um, not forget, right. You're not ever going to forget that the man is blind. It's, it's uh, the damage was done, but the ability to embrace the law of forgiveness and what would our society look like? What would the world look like if we all could practice forgiveness, not just as individuals, but as societies to, you know, be able to let things go and say, you know, that was, you know, that was not something good that was happened, but let's move forward. And how can we learn from that experience? What can we take from that that will serve us in helping us make better decisions and, you know, be a better uh, human being, be a better society? I think I think it would uh, go a long way toward uh, making the world a better place to live. So anyway, that's what I have for you today. And I uh, encourage you to think about what it is that you maybe need to forgive. It could be yourself. It could be someone else. And understanding that it's not just the you know, decisional forgiveness, deciding to to forgive someone and then conveying that, but really letting that emotional release, the internal forgiveness, letting go peace and making space for the abundance and and the beauty that can come in once that, that bottle is emptied. So I can't wait to hear responses, your, your feedback, and I will see you in the group. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit paradisechecklist.com and download our free Paradise Checklist to start your journey. We'd also love for you to become part of our Claim Your Dream Life community. Thank you for listening.